previously on In the Moment. All right, before we get into Katie, um, disappointing us once again. (laughs) (laughs) Romeo, how was your first guest appearance on a podcast as a celebrity where they made you sit bitch the entire time? Tell us about it. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Katie's so uncomfortable. It's such a little ass right here. I was so very uncomfortable, but it was a great time. Was it? It was a good time. It was a good time. It was definitely different than what we normally do here. Um, I think it was it was very strange having to talk in Spanish at certain times. Really? But it was also very comfortable. Mm. Like, it felt very nice. So I definitely uh, want to give them a shout out again because the first time I said their podcast name, I completely butchered it. Wow. And got it all fucking types of wrong. Wow. So Not this you. time. This time. Not the guy who tried to promote our live earlier today and didn't know. <laughs> Don't come it, to our live show. It's at a distillery? Yeah, it's at one of the distilleries. July 23rd. Don't come. We won't see you there. Did you hear at the end he said 27th? Did he? Oh, my God. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. They still let you sit on their couch? You fucked their name up? I did, bro. I did. But it's so their podcast name is Ni De Aquí Ni De Allá. Ni De Aquí Ni De Allá, meaning like not not from here, not from there type shit. You do realize that like 90% of our listeners would have never known you fucked that one up, right? (laughs) But they did, man. No, but I want want to give them a shout out because I think they're they're doing something different. And I think that like, you know, they're, they're... Taking a, a, a different approach to what I feel like podcasts normally do. I feel like they, they target, like, you either target, like, a speaking English or speaking Spanish. And I think they're mixing both, which I think it's hitting a, a, a lot of first-generation immigrants, I would say. Or even just, ch- like, children of, of parents who have come here where you grow up knowing both languages. And a lot of times, I think, like, even just with my brother, having to, like talk to me in English and then talk to my parents in Spanish. It's like a weird combination that they have. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think they're they're hitting an audience that's completely different than all of us. So I think it's fun. And I had a great time. It was, it was, um, bro, you know, it's funny. I, I think we were there. Like they typically record for about 30 minutes to 40 minutes. And we went for about almost an hour and a half. And then I realized like, holy shit, I talk way too much. Oh, you just now figured that out, huh? Finally. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to stop your momentum <laughs> of you talking way too much right now. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> I'm joking. No, nah, I'm done talking now. <laughs> nah, but for real though, shout out to him. I think what they're doing is dope too. And he reached out to me on my DMs and said that he had a good time having you there and that they're coming to the live and they can't wait to support her. So I love That's his right. love. So I appreciate yeah. it. But did you, like seriously, did you enjoy the experience? No, I did. It was definitely different. You looked I really like- uncomfortable when they asked you to tell your real name. Like that's your real name. What's the problem? I hate it. <laughs> that much. I don't yes. think I've ever seen you look that uncomfortable before. You can ask me, right? Even when you bring it up, I feel uncomfortable. Like right now? Yeah. I don't think I want people to know me that way. Oh. Because it's what you said. I feel like there's, like, the people who call me by that name are people who are close to me. And it's just, at this point in my life, it's just family. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. nobody else other than my family calls me that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, if... You take a pro. If you come at me with my government name, I'm gonna look at you a certain way, unless you're my family. Because, like, to me, that would be so disrespectful. Because we are not close enough for you to say that. That makes sense. All right, that's, gonna, that's why I think I feel uncomfortable. You gonna do it again? To be on there again? Or any any podcast? Just be a guest, spirit. Uh yeah. No, I didn't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. done? Yeah. For now. For now. Okay. Who's that? You, my friend, are off the hot seat. 
Ooh. Now let's go to Tudor. Bub. <laughs> Since you love being on the hot seat Just so me. much, apparently. All right. All right. Since you Warm feel it up. right at home sitting on ass. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, who do you want to create this narrative and tell this story quickly, Katie, about how you disappointed everyone once again? You know what? You tell y'all's perspective. Okay. Long story short, if you are not familiar with this story, <laughs> Katie came to Romeo and myself and anyone else who loves and cares about her and told us about this particular individual who was giving her the runaround in a very, very, very toxic and narcissistic way. So much so, I think it was, what, first or second date, Romeo, when they went out somewhere and she basically told her, you're going to pay for this or I'm never going to talk to you again. Yep. I'm just giving the sports center top ten version of this. Yeah, because that's not even how it happened. But that's, okay, go ahead. That was no, pretty that's much it, definitely right? how it that's, happened. That's, and then we it. were at a bar and she approached us like, y'all oh, fucking talking part. about me, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, just aggressive. No, we were having a great time. And then she was like, y'all not even looking at me. And we were like, yeah, because we're looking forward where the seats are. And then Katie came into the show and told us about it time and time again. We had to watch Katie be heartbroken over this woman who did not deserve to have even a second of her time. But Katie still gave her hours of her time for some reason. And then we all held her, told her it was going to be okay. And she promised us she would never talk to this woman again. And then the next thing I know, I go on one week of vacation and suddenly they have been on four dates and Katie also, got stood up. That's where also, uh-huh. same girl yeah. that I got ghosted on my birthday for. Right. So, oh, I forgot mm, about that. Very that's important. That, that's very, very important. Now, that's before you had nine chest hairs. That's but when, either way. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I had two chest hairs that time. And then after that, I was like, fuck this bitch. She going fucking me. Ignore me on my birthday. And then boom, six chest hairs come out. Boom. Eight. Yep. And then I do believe there was a time when we all sat at the table having a drink. It was the three of us. And we all kind of was in like a huddle basketball style. And we got Katie to admit to us that she would never uh, put herself in a position to uh-huh. have someone play with her worth like this again. Didn't mm. she make us that promise? Yep. Looked all of us in the eyes. Mm. We were there, right? She said, I'm going to value myself. Right. Moving forward. Right. We made her write it on the, the blackboard a hundred times. Yep. Right. Katie will value herself. Yep. And her name is spelled differently. So it wasn't easy for her to write. Right. Yep. Then we didn't know that this happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. So, Katie, do you want to explain to us why? you ended up on four dates with her and then got uh, ghosted at the end? All right. So basically, yes, this is all true. And what they're saying is true to an extent. I mean, okay, whatever is true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She don't even know where to start. But uh, said individual was on my mind heavy and I just didn't know what to do. And um, it, it just happened that they were on my mind heavy. And lo and behold, the next day sent me a message um, and so we just, you know, caught up, you know, a little chit chat in the messages. It was just a little generic conversation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, hey, how you doing? I knew how Will I knew who I was in. dealing with. Yeah. Th- this was after she cursed you out a few times and then blocked you and told you to never speak to her again. Correct. Yeah. But she blocked me because I had cursed her out, too. After she cursed you out and then was yeah. playing with oh, your time the entire okay. time? Yeah. yeah. And then after she got mad at you for not going to the store for her at like 3 in the morning and risking your entire life for a um, vitamin water? Wasn't even Gatorade. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, yeah. The, the, those facts, that, wow. Um. Anywho, so we ended up just chit-chatting. And chit-chatting turned into let's go get a bite. And let's go get a bite turned into let's hang out. And while we were hanging out, we had a well, what I felt was a well-needed conversation. However, I knew what I was dealing with. I didn't reconnect with the hopes and dreams that we will date again and the hopes and dreams that I could make this work. That wasn't my goal, that I could make it work. It was just, I enjoy this time that we're sharing right now. So why does it have to end, you know? Like, why does it have to end? So continue to text back and forth uh, (laughs) during this week because I'm enjoying the company. I'm just enjoying living in my late 20s. 
um, making mistakes every day. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that turned into <laughs> said individual sending me a um, an idea for a hangout. I'm not going to call it a date, you know, because let me tell you. Uh, so <laughs> she's... <laughs> she was I'm like, not gonna call it a date because I got stood up. Uh, she was like, you know, she sent me this video. I was like, oh, this is a dope spot. You trying to go? She's like, yeah. I was like, girl, I signed us up. What day you want to go? She was like, look, this is the day I want to go. We can go, you know, do this scratch and sip thing <laughs> at this place called Scratch Out Loud. It's a little DJ thing. I was like, all right, let's go. You know, let's go. <laughs> uh, day before, we're in contact. You know, she's saying that she's excited. I'm telling her I'm excited. Then the day of arrives, and I'm like, yo, hey. Are you ready to go? We're going to go at this time. Are you down if we go at this time? And I hear nothing from her. <laughs> nothing at all. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Uh, <laughs> so then, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I just talked to you yesterday and everything was fine. What, what, what happened today? So um, that text goes by and I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I, I had a feeling that something was going to go awry. And so then about an hour before we needed to be at said place, wonder where that feeling would come I uh, send another, you know, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I send another text like, hey, hey, who, who, who? <laughs> you remember <laughs> this that we scheduled and <laughs> agreed <Yeah>. on, <laughs> you know, how you doing? <laughs> uh, nothing. Um, oh. So then uh, my oh. dumbass proceeds to call. Uh, so um, no, not the call. I, after I called, there was nothing. And I just realized, OK, you left she, a voicemail. Hey, I text you. No, I didn't leave a voicemail. I was like, OK, um. It is what it is, you know. I, I was stood up, you know. She ignored it. <laughs> so, but you still so, went on with the date. Had a great yeah. time. You DJed, learned to scratch out your I fucking decided, life. I decided not Hopefully. to <laughs> learn how to. <laughs> she learned how to scratch this, nothing else. Yeah. I I learned, um, you know, uh, yeah, just don't don't fall for the trap again. Um, Why did, did you? It was, it was a huh. Give advice to the people who are in this situation and who are letting someone play with their worth. Why did you continue to give this woman chance after chance after she showed you who she was? I guess but, that's but, but, the hope in me. You be, know, be, like what I did told you, say you all, earlier. <clears throat> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. It's like how I told you all now. Like I'm not speaking to her right now in hopes that we're going to be in a relationship one day. Like right now where I am in life, I'm not trying to date. I'm not trying to be in a relationship. I don't have the mental capacity for that right now, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm aware that right now I'm not in the place to try to pursue anyone. So, But you're in the mental capacity to fuck your own mind up? Because I think that's kind of what you do. I think that like even, I think even if you don't think that you're doing that, I think you're almost hurting yourself. By involving yourself in that situation and letting this girl play your like with your emotions and your so feelings. So with with the whole being stood up part, there's a valid point there. Because mm-hmm. you were hurt by that. Yeah, because I hurt my feeling. I'm like, dang, like right. I I could have I would have been fine if you were just like, oh, I'm gonna cancel. I'm like, okay, right, right. to be expected. But the fact you say nothing that day of, that's mad disrespectful. That's crazy. That's to disrespectful. Me. You See, say nothing, you ignore my calls. All you, that's disrespectful. That's kind of wild. That's cra- like in all seriousness, like we were talking about this off mic a little bit earlier, and I do understand the point of. People use each other, right? You shouldn't misuse each other, but people use each other. That's the reality of it. And obviously, she's using you for a certain level of comfort. You're using her for a certain level of comfort. Mm -hmm. You both have expectations of each other, and I think you are firmly aware at this point that you can only expect but so much out of her. But whenever she is available, you're going to utilize that in order to feel whatever it is you need to feel in those moments. You can check your expectations in that regard, which is fine. But when it gets to the point where someone would stand you up like that... I don't understand how it's not just fuck you at that point. I, 
I don't know. I guess it's because I'm not really built like that. Like, people are like, you should just block her, this, that, and third. I'm like, I don't know. It's maybe because I'm not fed up enough. You know how they're like, every woman has her breaking point where she's fed up. And then I'm not fed up enough. Like, I don't, I'm not at that point. I'm just like, it is what it is. Like, I don't know what it is. I can't even ex- describe it or pinpoint it. Can't even tell you. I feel like even earlier when I was telling you, I feel like a lot of times it's ego that's being involved. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, like, Hunger knows exactly how much you like her. You know what I'm saying? Because I know, I know that you like her. I think you like her company, and I think you enjoy her vibe. I think that even with as much f- toxicity or whatever, like, issues she's shown you and, like, all these, like, little red flags that you may call it or whatever, I think you have genuine, true feelings for this girl. And she knows that, and she can sense that. And it's convenient for her because she knows that you're the person that whenever she needs you to be around, you will be. Regardless of what she has done, like, Romeo, you admitted to um, kind of knowing what that feeling is in terms of being a bit toxic and narcissistic even in knowing, like, hey, this person going to always be here mm-hmm. regardless. And mm-hmm. so when I am ready for them to be around, then I'll call. Yeah. And when I'm not in the mood for them to be around, they won't hear from me. Right. I think it's very, like, a, a manipulation type of situation where it's just like, all right, like, I know this girl has feelings for me. Uh, and I've, oh my God, I was a very toxic person. Not going to even lie to you guys. I think that I knew when a girl was like, when I felt like I had her wrapped around my fingers with her emotions and her feelings. And I knew like, I could tell her like, yo, listen, I ain't go, I don't want nothing with you. I don't want to fucking talk to you one day. And then the next day I'll feel sad or whatever. And I'll be in my emotions and I'll call her and she'll be in my dorm room literally that same day. So I knew who I was messing with and who I knew where I can like completely like blow them off. And it'll be fine because the next day I can call them back. And it was just kind of like, it was feeding my ego. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I knew, like, this girl helped my ego out. And it was just kind of like, all right, when shit goes to hell, I'm going to reach out to her. And she's going to make me feel good for the time being. But when I feel good and I don't need her anymore, I'm going to push off. You know what I mean? Like, I can back off from that. So, um, I mean, I think it's very interesting for Mo and I to be in the situation that we're in because... We're rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to be in support of you. If you want to go on these dates with these girls, we're not going to, like, stop you from it. But mm-hmm. we're also going to make sure that we are being honest with you. And I think a lot of times it's, it may sound harsh. It may sound fucked up. But I think as friends, it's our job to be straight up and be like, nah, bro. Like, you're going and down a roller coaster that you shouldn't go down on. And But we're going to be here for you no matter what. Here's the thing. I don't think it's harsh at all because the I'm 100% aware. Everything you guys say, I, I 100% agree. You just don't give a fuck. Yeah. All right. Are you okay? Yeah. That's all that matters. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. Yo, Sicko Award goes to uh, two different people. And, well, it's actually multiple people, but the first person is, I don't even know if y'all heard of this story, but there's a guy who, uh, in Brazil, actually, have y'all heard of this? This doctor in Brazil that was... Yes. Okay. No. Disgusting. Yo. He's his dick cut off. Yeah, no, he needs a lot more than that. Uh, Dr. Giovanni Quintella Bezzera, I believe is how you pronounce his name, is a 32-year-old anesthesiologist who was caught on hidden camera. Um, I don't like to say that word. Forcing his penis in pregnant women's mouths during C-sections. What? While they were unconscious. This is a fact. And apparently he has done this to multiple Women, he has been arrested. Uh, to be honest with y'all, man, every time I hear stories like this, I'd be so disgusted that I'd be thinking to myself, none of these women had like a husband, a brother, a man in their life that, uh, right, you probably wouldn't have made it to prison, but me, bro. 
Like, I'm be honest. That is, um, I just don't understand this level of sickness. I don't. But I felt like these are the things that we don't hear enough about that people don't put enough hate behind. So, like, you'll see all of the hate behind the dumbest shit in the world, oh, but you don't see the type of hate that you should see on Twitter and all these other places from men like him who do shit like this. They rather hate on people through words, not on men who do shit like this. And it pisses me to fuck off, and I just want to use my platform for better. I, I 100%. I've always said, dude, honestly, like, people like that who are so disgusting and they're willing to fucking, like, go out and, like, rape a victim or, like, even abuse children and anything like that, they should lose all their human... Who's next? ...like, new products on animals. They should test it on them and let them fucking figure out all these allergies that they may have or whatever because that is disgusting. 100%. Um, and before we get out of here, the school shooting. Uh, in Texas. In Texas, right? Mm-hmm. I believe it was 19 students now and two teachers passed away because of this uh, gunman who entered the school and just fired away. Mm-hmm. Um, surveillance video was released to where you can see exactly how the officers responded to the scene. I'm be honest, I wish I wouldn't have watched it. Same. If you haven't watched it, don't. Please don't. It's so traumatizing. But no, I would say do watch it. I don't know, bro. Because I feel like when people learn the way they handle the situation, bro, and the way you feel after watching that, they need to be all held accountable. Because growing up, right, growing up in my elementary school, we were forced almost to believe that firemen, cops, police officers heroes. were heroes. <clears throat> they you they would always be like Superman isn't real, but police officers are heroes and they're the ones that are going to protect you. And yet when I get pulled over, I'm terrified for my fucking life. And then to see a video of these officers full body armor, AR rifles on themselves as well, and they are literally terrified to walk in and Which but be clear though, I'm not mad they're terrified. I'm not mad that they're terrified. Because a hero is not someone who doesn't feel fear, right? Mm-hmm. A hero is someone who feels it and does what they have to do any fucking way. Mm-hmm. That's the part that pisses me off, right? You can be terrified. And obviously this is not all police, but keep the same energy. Right. We've seen this. So why are there so many police officers with these guns as this fucking gunman walks into this school so easily? Walks right in, twirling a gun in his hand. Walks into a classroom, opens fire, and it takes 71 minutes or something like that for one of these police officers to actually go into this classroom? Over an hour, yeah. They're in the hallway chilling. One of them is putting hand sanitizer on. Another one is on his phone. With a Punisher background. I don't know if you know who the Punisher is. I do. But he's a Marvel hero or anti-hero, I should say. And and it's so... It's just... Fuck, man. I don't want to come off as a civilian who's just like, hey, run into a gunfire. I get it. That takes bravery. But I can promise you this. If one of those kids belonged to you, you a parent? You got no training. Parent did it. And yeah. I'm running in this class. What are you waiting for? And, and it makes a mother did that. What makes, are we waiting for? It makes so much fucking sense as to why that police department was trying to hide this video for so long. And it got leaked because it wasn't supposed to even be out yet. And it got leaked and they were trying their hardest. Even the fucking government of Texas was trying to hide this video because they know they fucked up. They know that regardless, yes, you can be terrified for your life. But at the end of the day, you sworn your duty to protect. 
Go protect. And you go Those protect. Those are kids. Those are fucking kids. Those are kids. And you allow kids to die before your own life. And to me, I think that that's kind of like fucked up. It's cowardly is it's what very. it is. Let's just call it what it is. It's very cowardly. I get it. The man, it was one man, though, with one gun. It was, I don't know how many cops were there. It was, there was a ton. They even went and got shields. They had time to go get shields. They, they're saying that they were waiting for a response. I get that. I know there's protocols, but I'm going to be honest, I might lose my job behind that. Right. Yeah. If, if, I'm, if I'm hearing a guy shooting, letting off at all of these students, and I'm, I'm not waiting for somebody to say, go save the kids. Mm-hmm. This is what I signed up to do. Yeah. Like, you it's know what I'm job. saying? What are you waiting for? I, it's, it's tough when you see how aggressive some of these officers are towards a traffic our community. Yeah. Unarmed. Yeah. You letting off 40 rounds. You ain't waiting for nothing. But when you got a whole killer letting off on kids, defenseless, y'all in the hallway putting on hand sanitizer, y'all? It's, it's honestly one of the most disgusting videos I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And they're cowards. And it is what it is. And I do believe that people need to know this information, Romeo. So I'm, gl- I'm, I'm happy that we now see what really goes on at times. But I hope you can get the information without having to watch the video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And here's the thing, brother. Like, I honestly think that, like, you know, like, if a doctor does a surgery and the patient dies, there's protocol behind that where they investigate the doctor. Yeah. They go into detail as to what happened where mm-hmm. the patient died. And I truly believe that there should be some sort of union when it comes to police officers and it comes to how they handle certain situations. And I think right now those officers should be held accountable. And moving forward, every single police department in all states and all cities should have a protocol on how to manage the situation. But fuck, even Congress lets us down. Literally recently, they just denied the fact that we could have Amber Alerts mm-hmm. that let us know when there's an active shooter around and they block they block that from, from moving forward. So to me, it's just kind of like, what the fuck are we doing? As a country, this is sad. Can we figure it out? Yo, I don't know what the answers are. I'm not going to pretend like I do. I know obviously we need strict... Who's next? Schools should be locked up at this point. You shouldn't be able to just walk into a school with a gun. Uh, maybe schools need more security. Maybe... Maybe some of these officers should not be cowards and it should be a better form of training to say we don't need, we don't need police reform at this point. Uh, I bet you there'd be some people taking another look at that. Um, but fix it. That's it. Who's next? Quote of the week is pretty simple for me this week. Before we get up out of here, uh, this touched my heart. I don't necessarily need to go into why. I just feel like it did. And it said a lot by saying a little. Hey, this is a tough world we live in. It's unfortunate that you got to fight fights that sometimes are not even fair. And like I said earlier, we live in a world where a lot of people believe social media is real when it's not. And everybody gets on their high horse to judge other people for shit that they have done. And it's real easy to do when your life is not under a magnifying glass. But I would just ask people to be a little quicker to look into a mirror and a little slower to point a finger. But if that's not well enough said, I'll say this. I saw a quote that said, if you are a good person, genuinely, then revenge never has to be an option for you because karma will spend the block for you. Period. Till next time, I love y'all. Next week, bitches. All right, Katie, before we get out of here real quick, Usher Challenge, you go first. Wait, we got to play it for Romeo. No, we don't. Romeo will get it once you do it and I do it. Let's go. Hold on.
Can I listen to it first? No. What? How many times have you heard Superstar? A lot. All right, go ahead. You can play it. Go ahead. Watch this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch this, Romeo. Watch this. We about right. to do the Usher Challenge. You ready? All right. All right. You going third. Katie's going to go first. I'm going to go second. So you listen go to this. This is what you need to imitate. All right, hit that, Katie. <clears throat> it's yours. I went back, Bubba. Hold on. <laughs> Bubba, let me, let me hit him. You ready, Romeo? All right, do it. All right, let me hit him. <clears throat> Bro. All right, Romeo Suave, hit him, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was there. You was getting it. You was getting it. No, no, no. Now hit him. You got it. <laughs> Why he grab his ear? Where is he? Holy shit. Yo, I got vocals, yo, baby. Yo, you him, son. Yo. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I don't know what planet that is, Bruno. It ain't Mars. Well, I tell you what. What that bad. Next week, bitches.